Land Conquest. The deal spreadsheet. Now the deal spreadsheet is one of the most important aspects and one of the most important things that keeps our business organized. I've included a deal spreadsheet template for you to use in your own business. Now I highly suggest that you use this deal spreadsheet template and uh, you'll see that it'll keep your business very organized and allow you to track your progress over time and improve it over time just by having that data to reference at all times. Uh, so I've included a replica of the deal spreadsheet that we use to track all of our deals. This is the exact same spreadsheet that we use, and it's taken some, quite some time to develop this spreadsheet. And as you'll see, it's pretty extensive, but it will really help if you take the extra couple minutes in order to keep it updated for each and every deal. And this spreadsheet is critical to the overall organization of your business. This spreadsheet template is available below this video. Make a copy to use this template in your own Google Drive, and then you'll be able to edit it from there. Since it's a template, you won't be able to actually edit this template link below. Make a copy and then move that copy to your Google Drive where you can use it from there. Now the spreadsheet tracks four or five stages of a deal. We've got the purchase transaction, marketing, resale transaction, sold, and or canceled if applicable. Hopefully that doesn't get canceled, but unfortunately uh, it does happen that deals get canceled for one reason or another. Okay, so here we are on the deal spreadsheet template. At the bottom, you'll see that there are five tabs. Purchase transaction, marketing, resale transaction, sold or canceled. We'll go through each of these one by one so you can understand what is what on each of them. So in the purchase tab, you'll see that there are a number of things for you to fill out. We've got the purchase contract date. That's the date that both parties signed the agreement. So if one party signed on the first and the other party signed on the second, you would use the second. So it's the latest date that you would use for the purchase contract date. It's the, late, the date that both, uh, the both uh, people actually signed the agreement. Then you've got the property name. You know, typically we'll use the naming convention like uh, the county dash the street name. And then after that, you fill in the acres, the parcel number, the county, the state. And then this is where you're filling in information about the purchase transaction, the purchase contract price, estimated purchase close date, the purchase escrow title or attorney office. So I would put their, their name of their office in here. And then um, when it's time to send the funds, you'll have an actual amount that you wire in here. And then this is the date that the property actually closed, the purchase actually closed. And then if you have any notes, you could fill them in right here while you're working on this purchase transaction. So we've got all these stages on the purchase transaction. Uh, after a property has gone through that entire purchase transaction, it then moves to the marketing stage. We've got the initial list price. We've got all the potential reductions that we can do. But the, in, but the way that you use this is that you would copy all this data here, this line right here, and then, or actually cut it, and then you would start right here and then paste it right here. So it has this same information that you can carry over to the next tab. 
And as you move from one tab to the next, you'll continually do the same thing. So you don't want to lose all that data. Like all this data, everything will line up perfectly if you do that that way. Now, the only exception to that is this stage, which is the marketing side of things. Uh, we've got the list prices, list dates, and any, any uh, of these reductions. As you move out of the marketing stage and you go to the next stage, you won't copy all of these right here. You'll just copy this stuff over here. Um, so anyhow, on this marketing tab right here, you've got the initial list price and the initial list date. So say, for instance, I wanted to list the property for $100,000. I would put $100,000 here, and whatever date that was listed, you would do that. Now, if you reduce the property, if it has been on the market for a little bit and you decide to reduce it, uh, you would put that reduced price here and then whatever date you did that reduction. So this just allows you to track these reductions and the dates that you did them so you can make sure to stay on a steady schedule with that. So pretty pretty easy, um, but, uh, but that allows you to keep track of where you're at. And obviously you've got all that same info for the property here, which you'll be keeping track of as well. The next tab is for the resale transaction. So it adds certain fields um, to the spreadsheet, the resale contract price, estimated proceeds, estimated resale close date, resale close date, and the resale attorney title and escrow company. So we'll, so basically, like I mentioned, you just cut all this data from here, and then you paste it over into this tab. And as you'll see in this tab, this resale transaction tab, you've got extra fields that are added here at the end. And these are the fields that you will add um, you know, as you, uh, as you uh, get the property under contract. So like the price that you're under contract with, I, I typically add in a little bit of a, just an, kind of an estimated proceeds. I just, uh, just kind of a ballpark it before I have the actual, actual numbers. It helps me kind of project with cash flows and things. So I would just do, use a round number here and kind of my best estimate of how much I would get back after closing and commissions and everything. The estimated date that it closed and then when it actually closes, you fill in this resale close date. Uh, you also fill in this information here, which is the resale attorney title and escrow company name. So, and then um, when a property has sold, you then take that information and you move it to the next tab, but you're adding these fields, proceeds wire, gross profit, days in inventory, and any sort of notes. So again, you're taking all of this information, which is getting a little longer each time. So you're taking all of this and then you're cutting it and then you are going over here, pasting, and then you are filling in this additional information at the end. Proceeds wire, this is the amount that you actually received after you sold the property. This is the gross profit on the deal. So this would generally be you know, the amount that you brought in minus the amount that you purchased the property for. And sometimes, um, like I do, if you want to take off a certain, uh, just a standard amount for transaction-related costs, like if you have a transaction manager or something like that, I would back that out of this cost. And then days in inventory. You can figure out how many days you actually held that property for. And then any sort of notes here that you want to add um, that were atypical for the property or just any sort of notes that you'd like to add at all um, were, would be appropriate here. Uh, now, the other thing that happens sometimes is if a uh, property purchase is canceled sometimes. Now, 
if you um, if you canceled it, you just use that that tab when a purchase is canceled. Just move all the information over there in case you need to reference it at any point. And then it also just adds, you know, it's it's basically all the information from the purchase transaction and any cancellation notes that you want to add. So you just see that over here. So if there's cancellation notes, basically you were under contract, you just put it here and then any cancellation notes here if you want to add them. Another thing that happens sometimes is sometimes uh, you'll be under contract to resell a property and that will fall out of contract. It'll fall out of escrow. Basically what you do in that case is you just cut the, you know, whatever you've got here, you know, this line here, uh, you select that and then you cut and then you move it back to the marketing side of things. So obviously you're not going to have all this reduction stuff here yet or whatever, but uh, paste it here and then you could start kind of over here. If you have that information where you were at before, you can fill that in again if you like. If not, you can start again with your prices and reductions, et cetera. But that will help you manage things there. And, uh, you know, tracking improves your business. Now, I can't say this enough. Tracking improves anything that you're trying to manage, really. So what gets measured gets improved. And that's a quote from Peter Drucker, who is a legendary management consultant. And obviously, it's a very important thing in business to track things. If you're not tracking anything, how are you going to know if you're going to improve? How are you going to set your sights on getting better in anything? So this deal spreadsheet, I can't stress it enough. It's super, super critical to use this in order to keep track of things. Now, if you're, you know, you could obviously use your own version of it, but I think that uh, it's set up pretty much perfectly in order to, you know, see everything as you need to see it for in this land business. So, um, and then also, you know, be dedicated to using this spreadsheet. If you can commit to tracking all of your deals, you'll see the following benefits. First of all, organization, ease of finding that information. You'll be surprised how often you need to um, reference back to different transactions and things and parcel numbers and acres and all these type of things just to uh, on, on certain deals. So having that deal spreadsheet is just super easy to find that information really quickly and just look it up so you're not wasting a bunch of time. And then also you can use that data to plan future mailings. What counties it worked well, when you know when you got these properties under contract and all kinds of things, you know, price ranges and acreage ranges and all these different things. So you can look at that and see kind of like what's your most profitable type deals and what you should, should be spending your money on in order to, your marketing dollars on instead to, in, in order to plan those future mailings. So, and then basically you've got data to improve all aspects of your business. So you can total up all the columns, you can do averages, you can do all these different things with spreadsheets that really help you um, manage your business. So definitely, definitely use the deal spreadsheet or use your own version of it if you like. But I think it's a super, super important part of the business.